up. Welcome to Dr. Three, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard rank ladder. I am your host, Kat, and along with me are my fellow hosts, the card game queen herself, Dragon Rider, and of course, you know her, you love her, it's Smarms. How we all doing tonight? Uh, good, excited to get through the rest of these cards. There are so many. Uh but it's fun, and I'm excited to talk about them. Yeah, always so many cards. <laughs> there's so many. At least there's no like dual class cards this time around, because that always makes it like you have to evaluate it for two different classes, and you're like, oh my gosh, this is so many. But not this time. But now that we have the set, it just came out today, so I'm like, I've started playing with some of the cards that we haven't talked about yet. So I'm excited to actually sit down and chat about them with you both. Yay! I am. I'm excited too, and we can get through these, um, the rest of the, the the five classes we have left, and all the neutrals. The neutrals should go pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of them that I personally don't have anything to say about, so, you know. All right. So, hey, Smarms, could you just quickly go through the scale again real quick? So we uh, just have a refresher on what we're looking at when we're rating the cards. Yeah, so uh, we work with the one through six scale, uh, the uh, one being the worst of the worst, absolutely hot garbage um, uh, cards. Uh, I think, you know, like the uh, one that we had as an example was Wisp uh, for the original ones, and then six being so overpowered that it absolutely needs to be nerfed. And then, you know, everywhere in between. So, like, three is average. It'll see some play. And then, like, five is going to change everything up. And then, you know, two sucks. So, I know I did those numbers out of order, but you guys get the idea. We get it. We get it. And uh, we definitely have our uh, share of cards to go through. And we are just going to dive into it with priests. So we will start off with uh, Amon Thule, which is the uh, the seven mana three ten priest titan. After this, uh, uh, uses an, an ability discover a legendary minion. I give this a four. This the, the the all of its abilities are quite powerful, and um, the fact that <laughs> it just like. It does that, and you get to destroy, uh, describe, or discover, not subscribe, a legendary minion. <laughs> it's really good. This is this is exactly what Priest is looking for. So yeah, I think it's a four. So I actually gave it a six. That wasn't my natural inclination to go that high, but having seen it in like people's um, play in everything, like you know, with the um, what? It, oh, the sample play day. You guys know what I'm talking about. Very crafty. Um, <laughs> Theory crafting. Yeah, I was like, I know it has a name. I don't know what that name is. Uh, but like having seen it in theory crafting, it's like, oh, wow, people are using this to great effect. So that's why I gave it a six. Interesting. I went ahead actually with a four as well, just like Kat did. Uh, it just seems really solid all around. And I mean, it seems to be doing things that Priest wants to do. So seems good to me. All right, then we have Raden. It's a six mana five three minion death rattle. Summon each other minion you played that uh, played this game that didn't start in your deck. 
cannot ever resummon himself or another Rodden. So if you play multiple Rodden that get discovered, you can it will never resummon that card again. So there's no infinity for this, thank God. Um, I gave this a three. Like, it's an interesting thing. It can be a board clear on a refill. So I think that's potentially has a lot of merit to it. So yeah, I think this is a a a, a strong utility card. So I gave it a three. Uh, so yeah, I actually also gave this one a three. I'm glad that we agree on this one. Um, I can definitely see it being useful in some cases, but I don't think it's going to be like a absolute must have. Hmm. I don't think I'm quite as excited on this one. I only gave it a two. Um, just because, I don't know, for me, I'm like, I don't tend to typically like death rattle effects like that quite as much. Maybe if it were a battle cry or something like that, maybe, uh, I don't know. I, I guess I, I want to see where it fits maybe before I like it a little bit more. That's fair. So let's continue on to uh, our epics. First, we have Shapeless Constellation, 8-mana, 8-8. Battlecry, transform into an 8-8 copy of a random minion in your hand. I gave this a 2. Like, this is... I don't know what it's even going for. So, like, you'd have to get it to be something specific to be worthwhile. It just feels weird and fringy. So it's a two for me. So yeah, I also gave it a two. It doesn't seem like to fit in with the rest of everything, or at least in a way that's like really going to be powerful. Um, but the card art is amazing. So it's got that going for it. it. It is amazing art. And also in golden, it is very, very pretty. That little animated artwork. Uh, but you know what? This is our first card for today. That is uniform across the board. I also gave it a two. Just not really sure what the use is for it at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I feel about it. Um, then we have the Stars Align, which is a three mana ar ar arcane spell. Um, transform minions in your hand into ones that cost three more. They keep their original cost. So this is like the... Uh, deck of lunacy from mage and like the other effects that like change things in your hand to more spells into ones that cost more <sighs> i give this a two this is just it's so weird and like spells at least have some upside like there's just so much potential downside to this that like having minions that cost three more for it I don't know. It's, this just seems bad. Uh, yeah, so I gave it a three. Like, I've definitely seen the positive effects of, you know, of upgrading your minions randomly, like with Evolve Shaman. But this seems like a worse Fires of Zin Ashari. Is that what that card's called? Like, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like you don't have a lot of control over it. And yeah, it's a three for me. I gave it a two, just like Kat did. Uh, again, it's like, there could be some potential, but I don't know, for, for me, for like Priest, this kind of seems weird as well. Again, it's kind of one of those like, where does this fit? Because 
I feel like as a priest, you're probably running, you know, you're maybe you're running your Titan, you're running like Behemoth, you're running that kind of stuff. And you don't want to turn those things into something else. Like you're playing the minions for very specific reasons. So again, this is kind of one that's like, mm, I don't think it's the worst card, but I'm just not really sure what the use is right now. It feels like it's trying to be an upside for a Raden, but it's just like, even then, does that really do enough to like justify that? I don't think it does. So, oh, uh, okay. We are going to move on from there. Um, next up, we have uh, Astral Automaton. It is a one mana, one one mech. Has plus one, plus one for each other Astro uh, Automaton you've summoned this game. So there's ways to get these back. That's not a battle cry, so it always goes up. If they survive, you summon more. It's gimmicky. You don't have Shadow Step. You don't have all these other things. Like, there's ways to get it, but, like, it just feels like a very gimmicky, like, attempt at a win condition so i gave it a two okay interesting so i went ahead and i gave it a four uh predominantly from having it see like seen it being played in theory crafting which i know like isn't necessarily indicative of like what everything will balance out to be but it's like it seems like priest pogo hopper which is what this thing is uh kind of a good like works out sometimes pretty well so it's a four for me I went ahead and gave it a three, so I think, <laughs> you know, <laughs> break, break it in the middle there. Um, I did see somebody play against me with this today, and it did seem like they kind of were able to get a few. They ended up with four of them on the board that were all just kind of large minions uh, that I couldn't really deal with. Um, but I still think for me, it's kind of just like right in the middle like, there is potential to get copies and kind of pull this off, but you do have to kind of come up with the minion and the pieces and copy, you know, the copy mechanics to get it. And your opponent has to not be playing something that just has a ton of removal uh, for this to actually really be effective. So maybe, but I think the upside for this, at least for me, is it's a mech. So if you're playing any maybe like neutral magnetized stuff or whatever, there is at least that little potential too. Yeah, the the mech tag is pretty good. So like, especially because magnetized is a very big thing right now. Yes. Okay. Alright, uh, then moving on, we have Creation Protocol. It is a two mana holy spell. Discover a copy of a minion in your deck. Forge, get another copy. So this is a copy. You don't actually draw it. So this gives you an extra shot at a minion. So like with the automaton, this is one of the ways you can get a couple extra of, of them. You have to hit it is on a discover. But um, four mana, you get two minions. And like Forge has been interesting. So I mean, I give this a three because I there's just a lot of value here. And I can see the upsides to it. So, yeah, I gave it a three. So I gave it a five just because, you know, if you are um, like you have so much control, if you like reduce the number of minions in your deck on like what you're discovering and if like you're able to pull that off in the way that you want, like that is so crazy powerful. And I don't see it like being a hard thing to pull off. Um, 
you know, because like priest does have like a ton of spells. So you could focus like a lot on spells and then, you know, pop off these minions to like an amazing degree. And so that, um, yeah, that's why I gave it a five. I gave it a four. I think it's pretty solid. Um, for me, like, as I've said from the beginning, I like Forge a lot. Um, but even being able to play it without the Forge effect, like, you still get some value. And I love the fact that it's a discover. And it's not just, like, get a, you know, copy of a random minion from your deck. It's that discover. So it, you also have the upside of at least being able to pick, even if it's not necessarily the best three options from your deck, you can pick and choose what you're going to get. Okay, and then we have uh, False Disciple. It's a 2-mana two 2-2. Two, Battlecry, Discover, a Legendary Priest Minion from the Past. This card is garbage. I gave it a 1. It is, like There are some pretty bad Priest Legendaries in the past. It's such a wide range. You can't guarantee anything. It's just bad. You don't want to be doing this. All right, I think this is like our widest gap yet because I gave it a four, um, admittedly a little bit like because it's kind of fun. Um, you know, you can't necessarily control everything, but I think there's enough good stuff there probably like that it's not going to like maybe 60% of the time it ends up with something decent. I gave it a two because it's a discover. Otherwise, I would have given it a one. <laughs> like, yeah, not super impressed with it. I don't know. I This is kind of, I guess, also like fringy. You maybe want this in like some rod end deck or something, but I'm also not very excited about that one. So, eh. Okay, then we have Grace of the High Father. It's a three mana holy spell. Restore eight health. Discover a card that costs uh, the amount you overhealed. I mean, it's eight healing for three, which is fine in Priest. I mean, that's a fine amount. And it has an upside, so I gave it a three, because it it's a good amount of healing with an upside if you play it on an overheal, too. So, like, there's there's a lot of potential with this. I think it's a solid card. Uh, yeah, so I gave it a three just because like, you know, you are getting that health back. Um, but also like you have like a little bit of control on like what cost of card you're discovering. So it seemed like a good idea. I gave this one a two. I don't know. I'm not super like excited about it, I guess. Um I think that there's cases for it, but I'm just not sure if like every single priest wants to run it. So I wasn't really sure how to rate this one. And I overheal has also kind of been hit or miss for me. So that's why I landed on two. Okay. Then we have serenity. It's a four mana holy spell. Give all enemy minions minus two attack. Destroy any with zero attack. So the attack reduction is permanent. So I gave this a three because that's just regardless, it's four mana reduced by two attack against the board across the board, reducing damage coming in with the priest and generally control priest likes to play with its life a lot. So having that be um, uh, something that can give you some more time and clear up some smaller boards is really good. So I gave it a three. 
Yeah, so I gave it a four. I kind of like agree with your points on like it being amazing for clearing, um, you know, like wide little tiny itty bitty guys. Um, and like, I don't, I'm not sure like I've necessarily seen a mechanic that's like this where it's like you could remove lethal from their side, like without destroying any minions necessarily. And I think that's kind of fun and funny. I kind of flop back and forth a little bit on this one, like three or four or four, three, I don't know. Uh, I think I'm going to land on three for this one. The permanent attack reduction is very nice. Um, but honestly, I think the thing that makes me put it to a three instead of a four is that four mana cost. Uh, it just seems slightly expensive. I know it does hit only enemies and and it's permanent, but uh, I think with a lot of the other removal and the other stuff that Priest already has, uh, this at four seems clunky. Yep. And then uh, Student of the Stars, the last one. It's a three mana, four, three. Death Rattle, shuffle a copy of this into your deck with permanent plus three, plus three. Um... It's gimmicky. It's, I don't know. It's, it just doesn't feel great. I, it, none of these cards have ever seen a lot of play. So I gave it a two. Some, maybe right in, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So I gave it a three, um, possibly because I kind of think it's fun and I like those kinds of things. But um, yeah, I don't think it's going to like change everything, but I do think like it can see some play. I went ahead and also gave it a two. I, this is another one like I, three or a two. I don't know. Uh, but I'm going to land on a two for this one just because I do, again, think with all the other stuff that Priest already has going that this just kind of feels like a potentially just added value, prolong the game or just gimmicky like Kat said. Uh, I think some of the stuff that Priest already has, they just want to use more than this. Um, and it doesn't really seem to fit with like a minion focused deck right now. Not the same way, at least that like some of the shadow stuff and undead stuff worked, right? Creating kind of its own archetype. This is kind of just its own random thing and not really like an archetype that it's creating. Okay. We ready to move on to Rogue? Um, so first up, we've got uh, Mimiron the Mastermind. He is a three mana, two five. And it's after you play a mech, get a random one of Mimiron's gadgets. So I gave this a five. I think mechs, you know, like, and little uh, things where you can do extra stuff, like, such a great combo. And the fact that you get one after you play any mech, uh, that's kind of amazing to me. And um, yeah, I think it's going to be super, like, influential for Rogue. I think, you know, mech Rogue is kind of fantastic. Um, it's certainly like one of the best decks that I've seen so far, you know, like as of today, which is, you know, opening day, but, um, yeah, I kind of think it's amazing. I also gave it a five. I just think this is like super, super solid and really what mech rogue wants. Uh, the gadgets are fantastic. As you mentioned, Swarms, I mean, after you play a mech, so like, hey, you can spam a bunch of the little one-one sparkbot things that we're going to talk about and get so much value off of this. And for me, it's the five health as well that makes such a difference. And it itself is also a mech, so you can magnetize onto it, make it survive longer. Uh, just that it feels like there's so much going for it. 
I and like his. If it, oh, God. Sorry, I was just going to circle back. Like, and if it's like BGs, which I imagine it is, that like even magnetizing to something counts as playing a mech. So, yep, I gave this a five as well. It's just really good. It's just really good. I don't know how it's like you've covered it all up to this point. Yeah, it's very <laughs> solid. All right, so our next one is one that I do not necessarily know how to pronounce because I kept calling it Voltron because that's what I thought. But like, uh, you know, when we had the dev interview, they called it VO7. So this is our Titan for Rogue. It's a six mana, three, five. Uh, This minion's abilities repeat on another random friendly minion. I gave this a three. Like, I definitely think, and I'm kind of honestly probably should have given it a four. I like it, but I don't think it's nearly as powerful as particularly like within Rogue as these other pieces that Rogue has. Yeah, I also went with a three. I do think that it has potential, uh, but I don't think it's quite as strong or standalone necessarily as some of like the, you know, Memoron that we just talked about, right? Like Memoron, I think, stands much more on its own. This one, like you kind of have to have something else. It's six cost, so it's a little bit more. Uh, I don't know. It just... It seems okay, but not, like, the greatest. Yeah, I I ended on a three as well. I mean, to me, it just doesn't... It doesn't move the needle as much as uh, Mimron does. It's It has potential, but it's not that good. All right, so now moving into our epics, we have our Forge card uh, for Rogue, which is a lab constructor. It's a four mana, three, two. At the end of your turn, summon a copy of this, and if it's forged, uh, then it uh, becomes magnetic. I gave this a six. That is so bonkers uh, what you can, like, start just duplicating. Like, just getting any sort of extra copy, if you can attach this to any mech, that is so strong. That is so crazy strong. I didn't rate it quite that high, but I gave it a four. I do think it's very strong. Uh, I think to me, this seems like a much better version of the, now I'm totally drawing a blank, the the Death Knight card that uses, consumes the four corpses to summon a copy of itself that has reborn. Um, I think this is just a kind of more well-rounded version of that uh, because it's a mech itself. There's a lot of mech synergies uh, it has that flexibility with you don't even have to forge it and gain magnetic if you don't want to. Like, you can just play it, um, but you can magnetize other things onto it then, and it's going to, you know, summon all of that. But the thing that I love about this the most is it's an end-of-turn effect, so you're guaranteed going to get it at least once. Uh, and there's no other, like, additional requirement like the Death Knight one has. Yeah, I had it as a four as well. It is, <laughs> it's just very strong. You could potentially magnetize it to something else. And like you said, also it magnetizes, like, you could magnetize other stuff onto it. So it's just, it's good no matter what you do with it. So, yeah, I think this is a really solid one. All right. So our next uh, epic is a one mana spell, Tar Slick. Minions take double damage this turn, deal one damage. I gave this a three. Like, I can definitely see the point of it, but, like, it's not enemy minions take double damage. It's all minions take uh, double damage. And, you know, like, so I can see some use cases for it, but I don't think it's going to be, like, crazy bonkers strong. 
Yeah, you know, I actually kind of went ahead and gave it a two for some of those same reasons. It's like, I can see how maybe Rogue would want to use it and it being a one cost thing. Like, maybe this helps you be able to combo with, you know, play this first and then get combo effects of other cards. Uh, But I don't know. I think Rogue has some other stuff right now that they'd just rather play than this. Yeah, I agree. I ended up on a two as well. It just... It's in a weird spot in my mind, so I'm just like, eh. It doesn't seem to do enough. It, It's just, uh, I don't know. I am indifferent towards it, so it's a two for me. Okay, so uh, moving on to our rares, we have a one-mana spell, gear shift, shuffle the two leftmost cards um, of your hand into your deck and then draw three cards. I put this as a four. This is kind of like amazing, you know, churning through cards if you like need a specific piece. Um, you are essentially drawing three and freeing up space in your hand with those three. So you don't have to be like super stressed and play everything out before you play this. Um, I think it's kind of fun. So I gave it a four. I don't know if I said that. I went ahead and gave it a three. Um, I think just, again, that like cheap kind of flexibility for Rogue is very good. Um, so, you know, spending one mana to kind of redo some of your hands seems pretty solid. Card draw is also very good for Rogue, typically. And I think that this is something that a couple different versions of Rogue decks could utilize. I gave it a three as well, because, yeah, it sometimes you just get stuck with some cards in your hand and like this kind of solves that issue so like i really like what this does and i think rogue will too so yeah <laughs> it's a three for me all right so our next rare is uh the kajamite creation uh it's a two mana three two battle cry discover a spell from another class that costs three or less i give this a three like discover effects are always fun and rogue eventually like will find something to do with it and uh i think it's Kind of fun. Yeah. I went ahead and just gave it a two. Um, I'm not really sure how much uh, Rogue still wants to do, like, discover stuff from another class uh, right now. I mean, maybe before when there was mechanics that really helped utilize those extra cards or, like, recast them. But now that some of that stuff is rotated out of standard, I just feel like maybe it doesn't make as much sense right now. And I think... You know, if you're going to be spending that two mana, you'd rather be doing something like a, um, you know, playing a potion to get a concoction or doing something like that to just, you know, find something and not finding something from another class. Yeah, I gave it a two as well. It just, ugh, I don't know. It's, it's three or less. So I don't know. It doesn't strike me as extremely useful. So. Yeah. I'm not going to be going crazy for this card. All right. So our last rare one is a two mana spell, Pit Stop. Discover a mech from your deck. Give it plus two, plus one. I give this a four. Like, rogues, like the mechs that they have, and if they're able to curate it, you could almost see like a case for anything that's going to be included in the deck is going to be kind of nice to have an extra one. I think it's great. So yeah, I give it a four. I also gave it a four. I think it's fantastic. Uh, it's fairly cheap, and you're 
getting something very specific. It's that discover instead of just drawing a random mech. Uh, you're, you get to pick what it is. You're getting a buff. And as we talked about, there are some already pretty decent mechs. Um, so, you know, especially being able to utilize that with something like the lab constructor and give that additional stats. Just uh, fantastic. Yeah, I give it a four as well. I mean, it's just it's good. Mechs are good with Rogue. Rogue, it's already something that's in your deck. You put it in your deck, you get a copy of it. Seems excellent. So, four right. for me. Uh, so, moving on to our commons, we have uh, Coppertail Snoop. It's a three mana, four three uh, magnetic that is both a mech and a beast. And it's whenever this attacks, uh, get a coin. I give this a four. I like, you know, with like you could do this with the duplicating guy and then like, you know, you can um, get two coins. And honestly, like it has both good attack and health for how much it costs. Plus, you get the added benefit of the coin. I like it. I give it a four. You know, I only gave this a three, but I, I'm starting to wonder, actually, if this is better simply for the fact that it's magnetic and it's a mech and a beast. So even in other classes, you actually can, you know, maybe potentially discover a beast and then you get this like magnetic thing uh, or, you know, something like that where there is that potential. And honestly, a four, three statted magnetic thing is pretty decent on its own. Um, you know what? I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to put it up to a four. Uh, it's, it's a four now. Yes, um, I left it as a three. I just, I'm like, um, I don't know. Uh, it, it is good because um, it does, it's magnetic. So, like, it just always gets to hit. And um, so, like, I don't know. It, the coin is good. So, yep. All right. It's a three for me. Okay, so up next is uh, from the scrap heap. It's a two mana spell. Get three one one magnetic spark bots with random bonus effects. I give this a four. This is amazing. This is like a choose your own upgrade, uh, you know, minion. Um, that with how customizable this is, like being magnetic, and so like, um, it's so adaptable, and those random bonus effects are so strong. You know, like. And so, yeah, I think it's a four. I also gave this a four. I think just those spark bots are so good. And also, I mean, they're they're like the super cute art, too. Like, I love the, <laughs> the artwork of the spark bots. Um, but again, just magnetic, being flexible. They're super cheap. They work in so many different ways with all of the other things. I just I think this is so, so good. Yeah, I gave it a four, too. It's just. <laughs> There's three of them that give bonus effects that it's just these these little these little spark bots are awesome. So it's a it's a four for me. Wind Fury is like OP OP. I say with the magnetic. <laughs> so good. Could not agree more. Um, all right. So last up, we have spider, but spelled like leet speak. Um, it is a three mana three four. Magnetic, stealth for one turn. This is also a mech beast. I gave this a three. Um, I do like it and like I can see like where you'd want to play it, but I don't think it's as strong as like necessarily some of these other magnetics that we've seen. 
Yeah, you know, it's so funny because I think when this was first revealed, we were like, wow, like this magnetic thing. This is so cool. It's so good. And then after seeing all the other cards that came out, I'm like, oh, this is like average. This is mid. Like all the other things are so much better. Um, So I honestly just gave it a two. Uh, But maybe it's a little bit better than that if you're really trying to go for the synergies. Um, But it just seems meh. I mean, and honestly, I still gave it a four just because the fact that you can hide minions with this, you can hide your mechs, you can win Fury, and then put this on and hide it for turn, or have a mech that duplicates that stealth, like the applications of this thing, the fact that its stealth is limitless and stealth is so so good there's no way to deal with it besides indirectly targeting it and that's pretty much priest and death knight so against most other opponents you're going to be very good and that's going to survive so i think it's really good that's totally fair all right well i think rogue is pretty good i'm kind of excited to play some mech stuff but uh it's time to talk about some shaman cards. So let's get into our uh, shaman titan here, which is Golgoneth the Thunderer. It's a six mana, five attack, seven health titan. Your first spell each turn costs three less. And then uh, for the three abilities, you can deal 20 damage to a minion, deal three to all enemies, and restore six health to all friendly characters. And uh, the third option is to draw three overload cards. Um, I gave this a four. I think it's actually pretty solid, but, uh, this is actually one that for me, I think that the, uh, just the effect on the body of getting to discount your first spell each turn is the, like one of the most impactful parts of the card. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why I gave it a four too. Cause like the fact that you just start off with minus three on your first spell you play every turn. It's awesome. So it's a four for me. Uh, so I gave it a five kind of for the same reasons you guys mentioned, um, like the spells and like, you're right, maybe it's Titan abilities, like, aren't the most important, but like the each spell costing three less, that is kind of great. So it's uh, a five for me. Right. Then our other legendary is Thorim Stormlord, three mana, three, four. With Battle Cry, unlock your overloaded mana crystals, draw that many cards. Um, I'm honestly just giving him a two right now. I do tend to like the overload stuff, especially more recently, but I I don't think in standard right now there's really enough payoff and like huge benefit for the overload stuff. Um, maybe drawing cards is okay, but I just kind of gave this a two because like I do feel like overload stuff is Maybe more fringe right now uh, for standard. I gave it a three just because, like, A, I love Thorum. Uh, Thorum was, like, my favorite boss in Ulduar. So, like, I'm kind of biased. The arena was, like, the coolest thing. Anyways, um, but, like, I feel like there's enough overload and they've given enough overload cards and, like, zaps there. And, like, there's a lot that's, like, that can make having the unlock and draw worthwhile. So I gave it a three. Well, this is our most widely um, like opinions yet. I went ahead and I gave this a six. I think that like 
Uh, I've seen a lot of people do impressive things with overload, uh, particularly like in the theory crafting. Um, the fact that you are able to like, it's cheap enough to where you'll probably be able to uh, do it if you um, unload your mana crystals, but, uh, or I'm sorry, um, you know, if you, uh, if you can, un like, sorry, uh, uh, unlock, if, if you unlock, your unlock thank you. There we go. Yes. Um, sorry, everyone, a little bit behind the scenes podcasting here. My, uh, discord went totally bananas. Um, so if you can like unlock your mana crystals and draw that much, that seems really incredible to me. Yeah. Okay. Dragon Rider. Yes. Is she there? Well, okay. Is yeah. it working? Okay. Yeah. My yes, Discord my Discord totally <laughs> like freaked out too. I thought I lost internet. It's like, what's happening? <laughs> okay. All right. So let's get into our epics here. Uh Champion of Storms is our first one here. So four mana, three, five, elemental. Uh after you cast a nature spell, summon a four two elemental. If you forge it, that elemental will have rush. Uh, I gave this a four. I again, I'm like I'm a kind of uh, you know a lover of the forge aspect, but there's a lot of nature spells and a lot of pretty good nature spells uh, between what we already had in standard and now with this new set. So I think you can get a lot of benefit and um, being able to kind of forge this you know, potentially on turn like two or three and then play it on turn four or play it on turn five or six with some nature spells at the same time. It just seems so good. And things with Rush, the impact, the board uh, just have so much effect. Plus, if you're already trying to do nature spells, it's just I think there's a lot of ways to combo this. And I also was a huge fan of Elemental Shaman. So it's a four for me. I mean, it's a... Uh... It's a hearty uh, uh, four for me as well, because it's like the new Thunderhead, but better. And like, it just feels like there's so much upside to this card with the rest of the stuff out there. I just, uh, I think it's going to be very good. So I like it a lot. Yeah, so I also gave it a four. I like it. I also loved Elemental Shaman and had a blast with it. And I think this one will be good. All right. Our other epic is Flash of Lightning. It's a two mana nature spell. Draw a card. Next turn, your nature spells cost one less. Um, You know, I, I am putting this at a three, but honestly, it might, you know what? Never mind. I'm putting it as a four. I'm just doing that right now. It's a four. Uh, two mana. It's a nature card itself. So, like, if you've played that Champion of Storms, this is going to have some benefit. And next turn, all of your nature spells cost one less. Like, that. that's it. Period. So, it doesn't matter how many nature spells you're going to play that following turn. They're all going to cost one less for that whole turn. Just, I like this a lot. Yeah, it's a four for me. It just... It draws discounts. Like, what else do you want? It just you, it discounts the main school of spells that you're going to be playing in Shaman. Yeah, that's good. It's a four for me. Uh, yeah, so I went ahead and gave it a five, kind of uh, because I tend to overrate cards. But <laughs> for the reasons that you guys were mentioning, it just does seem good. And it's not like your next nature spell. It's every single nature spell that happens that next turn. And I think that's kind of impressive. 
All right. Uh, then we're going to move into our rares. We have Lightning Reflexes. This is a one mana nature spell. It is uh, discover a nature spell. If you play it this turn, discover another. Uh, it does mention here, though, that you can only get up to two spells. It's not, you know, not going to like keep going forever and ever as much mana as you have for the whole turn. Uh, but I still think it's decently solid. It's a nature spell itself. You can potentially get other nature spells. And it has that discover instead of it just being like a random thing. So I think it's solid on its own. Um, so it's a three. I like it as a three as well. It's just, it's got a lot of value. It's got a lot of upside. I think it's got just a lot of potential. So I very much like it as a three. Yeah, so I gave it a four. Um, it is a little bit disappointing that it's not just like perpetual spells because like I've certainly done that one before and that's kind of fun to have happen. Uh, but it does, you know, like it's really solid and, you know, discovering two things for one cost, kind of great. All right. Um, that's going to be one, I don't know, I kind of am unsure how it's going to feel with only being, you know, up to two spells because that it doesn't clarify that, you know, if you're playing. So if you're in game, it's like, oh, that's not something that I might have known outside of <laughs> playing it. Um, but we'll see. Uh, but our next one is Tempest Hammer. It's a four mana weapon uh, with one attack, three durability. After your hero attacks, deal three damage to the lowest health enemy. So it is going to specifically target that lowest health thing. Um... For me, though, this just seems like so expensive and it only has one attack itself. Um, I I guess the fact that it can potentially hit face if you've cleared the board is something. But uh, for me right now, I just have this as a two. I have it as, as a two as well. I had a hard time not giving it a one. It's just it's a one attack costs four. And it does three to the lowest. Eh, I don't know. I, it's, I'm not sold on it. So it's a two. Yeah. So I gave this a three. Um, you know, I think it's like in certain circumstances, like it could be good, but the way it is now is just not great. All right. And our last rare is Thorgnir Dra uh, Drake. It's a seven mana six, six dragon. With Rush, whenever this attacks, summon two 3-1 whelps to attack the target first. And the little uh, dragon, the little whelp thing that it summons is super cute. It's a juvenile Thorgnir. Uh, I love that artwork. Uh, but you know what? For now, I'm giving this a three. I do love the fact that it's Rush. It impacts the board immediately. I am a fan of dragons, obviously. And I think the similar, even within Shaman thing that we've seen is... Um. Oh, now I cannot think of the name of it. Uh, the thing that summons the hands. Uh, Neptune. Yes, Neptune. That's exactly what I was gonna. <laughs> yes, I was like, I, I can see it and I hate it, but I cannot remember the name. Yeah, that's it. Um, now we'll see if this ends up being like good enough. But uh, whenever it attacks, it does that, so it's not just a set like you get those two. There is potential to actually get more of these whelps over time if this sticks around. Um, but for now, I'm just putting it kind of as a as a three. Um, 
This is a this is a weird one. Yeah, I gave it a three as well. Um, just because it can potentially kill a twelve health minion in a single turn, it can potentially as if it's just you're dealing six damage, like it keeps the body of the uh, Drake itself safe. So it seems solid. So I gave it a three. So I gave it a four kind of based on the hands thing. Like those things were so great. And, um, you know, like those with like the hands, as soon as they went away, you couldn't like get them back. So if you're keeping this guy's body safe, then like that's amazing and makes him almost, um, you know, better than hand boy. Um, so he's a four for me. Awesome. Hand boy. I think that's what we need. <laughs> we need to yeah. call it from now on. I know we just mentioned the name and yet somehow it has just gone into the ether. So Neptulon. hand boy it is. Thank the you. The secret Neptulon. word is Neptulon. <laughs> Go to the website and enter the code word Neptulon now. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Well, let's get into our commons here. We have Crash of Thunder. It's a five mana nature spell says deal three damage to all enemies and it costs one less for each nature spell you've cast this turn uh for me i'm giving this a three i think that there definitely is some potential for this especially if you're playing it in like a nature spell heavy type of deck uh the fact that it deals damage to all enemies means it will hit face so i love that uh but it does seem slightly costly, at least to start. So you do have to kind of make sure that if you want this cheaper, that you play other nature spells um, to discount it. But uh, I think because of that, it's not even better. I probably would have rated it even higher if it weren't for that. I gave it a two. I don't know. This one doesn't sing to me. So... Yeah, I'm not super impressed by it. So it's a two for me. I gave it a three. I think it'll definitely see some play, but I'm not sure like it's a really until you've played a lot of other nature stuff that it's worthwhile at all. All right. Our next one is Disciple of Golgoneth. It is a two mana, two, three. At the end of your turn, reduce the cost of a random overload card in your hand by one. Um, I just gave this a two. It seems a little bit kind of specific. You know, it's you're you're looking to play this kind of only in like overload decks. Uh, but the upside is it, it's an end of turn effect. So you're guaranteed to at least get it the once, uh, which I do tend to like. Um, but other than that, like I, I think it's very specific kind of for more overload heavy stuff. And that's about it. Yeah, that's why I gave it a two, because I'm like, this is like one specific thing you're trying to do. So I gave it a two. I gave it a three just because like, it's also just not like a bad early stage minion. Um, and so like, therefore just in addition to its effect, it's some, some little guy out there. So. All right. And our last one is turn the tides. It's a three mana nature spell. Give your hero plus three attack this turn. Summon a three, three elemental with rush overload one. Uh, I gave this a three. I think it's just solid all around. It's, you know, and it's a nature spell. So that's what a lot of the other stuff is looking to do. Uh, you give your hero some attack. You summon a three, three also has rush. So it's, you know, impacting the board immediately. Um, and I, I do tend to 
like some of the overload stuff, but I just, you know, on their own, a lot of it for me right now doesn't necessarily have like a huge payoff, but I think this is pretty decent all around. So it's a three for me. It's a three for me too. It just, it feels like it does something incredibly solid and like there's no downside here. So yeah, I like it as a three. So I ended up giving it a five, uh, you know, just way stronger than you guys. I think it just does like a lot of really good things. It combines like a lot of things that they're trying to get Shaman to want. And it just seems kind of great in my opinion. So I give it a five. Okay, then we move on to Warlock. And first up, we have Lokin, Jailer of Yogg-Saron. Um, it is a six mana, three, three. Battlecry, discover a minion from your deck. Summon a tentacle with its stats and taunt. I don't know what this is for. I gave it a two. It's just so unimpressive that it's just, I'm like, I don't understand what this thing is supposed to be doing and how getting a giant tentacle i don't know it it just doesn't seem to do much so it feels like six mana get a taunt and uh i don't know i don't like it so i gave it a three um just because like you are able to influence it somewhat i think like you know, maybe if you're playing like giant warlock, but I don't really see this having great other uses. I had it as a three before I had multiple people play it against me today at the first day of the, of the expansion. Uh, and I have since bumped it up to a four because, man, it is, it's a discover. And we've talked about how impactful that can be. So people keep picking Sargeras and then all of a sudden you pay six mana, you have a three, three and a six, 12 taunt. And, and that is really annoying. Uh, so I don't know. Nah, silence is not really something that seems uh, like it's really being used right now. So I don't know. This seems uh, like you can get some really good value out of it. So for me, I put it as a four. Okay. Then we have next, we have Sargeras, the destroyer. Nine mana, six twelve demon taunt, or it's taunt. Excuse me, tight, not taunt. Battlecry, open a portal that summons two three two imps each turn. Um, this seems like a four. Like it is a little bit slow, but it's recurring value for the rest of the game. It seems powerful. I don't know. I haven't seen it a lot, but like even before I saw it, it seemed like this was going to be a staple. So I gave it a four. Give it a five. Uh, I think you brought up really good points on like why it could be helpful, but I also love him. So he gets a five. All right. I am only going to put it as a three for now. Um, it does seem a little bit expensive and it just seems like you kind of have to do a bit of work. And if you end up not playing it for a battle cry, you don't get the portal. You don't get to use any of the, the abilities. So that's a big downside for me. Um, so you have to be like very particular with how you play him, how you put him in deck, all of that. So for me, it's a three. All right. Uh, then next up, we have Chaotic Consumption. It's a one mana uh, spell. Destroy a friendly minion to destroy an enemy minion. So both of these are targeted. So you get to pick your minion. 
You get to pick their minion. If they have something that prevents targeting, you can't pick them. So this is uh, fairly straightforward. It's very good just because it is one for one. <laughs> you have a lot of stuff you could just throw away into it as a warlock, especially if you have a Sargatis portal open or you have imps. It can take care of taunt. I think it's a four. This is a really solid removal tool. Yeah, so I gave it a five just because you are able to pick both. So, like, you can take your 1-1 one, one imp out for their, like, crazy strong whatever they have. Um, and that's, like, for one cost. That's amazing in my book. So I gave it a five. I only put it as a three um, just because I'm not sure that you necessarily always want to be destroying friendly minions. Uh, I think certain decks might want to do that. Maybe you're running something that you know, has like a death rattle you really want to take advantage of or like an imp, you know, that you're like, okay, cool. It's like a little one one or two two or something like I can, you know, get rid of that. Um, but I'm not sure how often you will want to. Plus, I think Warlock already has some good removal, but maybe this ends up being a, a staple. I think probably across its time and standard, it will probably become a Warlock staple. I'm just thinking like, current right now i think it's kind of average all right then we have imprisoned horror it's a nine mana five five cost one less for each damage you've taken on your turn this are game. we gonna move on to imprisoned horror yeah i'm i'm yes yeah <laughs> oh okay smarms can't well, hear us uh-oh <laughs> yeah all right so we'll keep uh we'll keep talking about this for a second while she tries to figure out I give it a two. I mean, I mean, I get it. It does do something that is quite useful. Um, I just, I don't know. It, it, it doesn't have, if it had rushed, maybe we'd be talking on something higher. But like, in my mind, it just doesn't do enough as is. So I'm like, I don't think this is good enough. So, yeah. That's where I come down on that. I give it a two. Uh, okay, so I gave it a four. Um, I like. I feel like you're going to take enough damage by the time that you draw this that you could get this guy out for pretty treat. And so it's a four. I gave it a two just because I'm... <sighs> It feels like you're really trying to do a lot just to get a 5-5. Five, five. And I just, I feel like some of the other stuff that Warlock does, or like some of the minions itself, just seem better than 5-5 five, five to me. So I just went with a 2. All right. Then we have Disciple of Sargeras. It's a 4-mana 3-3. Three, three. Battlecry, discard a... Uh, spell to summon a to, to summon two three two imps forge give them plus two health and taunt so if you forge it becomes two three fours with taunt i gave this a one i don't know do you it's discard a spell do you get to pick the spell or is it just randomly discard i assume it just randomly discards i, I would and, assume random yeah and that's just terrible. I, I'm sorry. This is this is not making me want to discard a spell because warlock spells are generally ones that I do not want to discard. I would like to keep them and use them because they are generally a big part of what you're doing. So, and two, three, four imps isn't enough for me. So, yep, I give it a, a one. 
Uh, yeah, I gave it a two, like, you know, because you can't pick. And so it just kind of seems like uh, it's a waste of your resources. Yep, I just went with a two as well. The The discarding a spell just seems real funky. And maybe in like coming sets, there's more discard stuff that will benefit from this. And then in that case, it's still a two because it's only going to be played in like that discard <laughs> you know, style of deck. So for me, it's a two. Then we have Forge of Wills, which is a location. It's a three mana, two durability location. Choose a friendly minion, summon a giant with its stats, and rush. I give this a three. It doesn't feel super fancy. It just feels very solid. It does something that affects the board. You'll get something out of it. I like it a lot, so I give it a three. Yeah, so I give it a four just because like, I think no matter kind of what style of deck that you're trying to run, this is pretty decent in a lot of different um you know archetypes so i give it a four i went with a three uh i think it's just pretty solid all all around um i'm not sure if every warlock deck does want to run this or not like is this something that we maybe want to run in like an imp style deck maybe because if you're buffing something you get a bigger minion maybe it's just something for helping clear up a, a taunt or something off the enemy board i don't know um but it seems fine. Okay, then up next we have Mortal Eradication. It's a three mana shadow spell, deals six damage to a friendly, uh, deal five, is it five? Yeah, five, uh, randomly split among enemy minions. Restore two health to your, uh, to your hero for each one you killed. Sorry, that one's a little hard to read. So, but, um, I mean, I give this a three. It's a board clear that can potentially heal you. Um, potentially, I don't know. I, I think I might have gotten hung up on the healing too much. So I give it a three. It's probably a two. I also gave it a three just because like I do like, um, you know, damage split amongst everything. And um, it seems like it'll have its uh, uses. I gave it a two. Um, the the dealing damage randomly split among all enemy minions is always one that's like, eh, maybe for me. Uh, and this just being a spell, I don't think it's as good as something like maybe Dynomatic that's dealing damage split up, but you also get a body with it. So uh, for me, it's just a two. Okay, then next we have Monstrous Form. Uh, it's a one mana spell. Give a friendly minion plus three plus three until your next turn. I give it a three. It just, it's a buff that lasts a turn. It's plus three plus three for one. Seems fine to me. So I don't know where it goes, but it's a damage spike from hand. So like, I like it. Uh, yeah, so I also gave it a three. Like, I think it'll work well with that, like, location, because that seems like a fun use case for it. Um, and, like, I can see it being used, particularly with how cheap it is. Yeah, um, I actually went ahead and gave it a four, just because I do think that it's pretty solid. And I think in Warlock, uh, for me, Warlock is one of those classes that does tend to have kind of a wider range of archetypes 
over, you know, expansion cycles and, you know, throughout a whole year than maybe some other classes. So I think this is super flexible in a wide range of Warlock uh, decks. So I went ahead and gave it a four. Okay. Um, next up, we have Thornvel Tentacle. Thornvale, sorry. Uh, it is a two mana, two, two lifesteal. Battlecry, deal two damage to a random enemy minion. Not sure what this is aimed at or who it's for, but maybe there's a use case scenario. It heals at least for two, so I gave it a two. I gave it a three. Like, I think, you know, it'll see some use. Um, the card art is also adorable, and, um, you know, it's not the best, but I do like lifesteal. I went ahead and gave it a two. I'm just not quite sure where it fits yet into Warlock stuff. Maybe a more aggressive thing. Maybe if there's some sort of like tentacle synergies, <laughs> like if they make, you know, tentacle like a type, like they have imps or something, maybe. Uh, but right now it's like, mm, not sure. All right. Then finally we have wing welding it's a four mana spell discard your highest cost card deal damage equal to its cost to all minions this is a desperation move of all desperation moves and i don't know why you would have it in your deck i, I mean it's warlock so maybe there's something you want to discard but i gave it a two just because of potential fringe cases uh, yeah, I also gave it a two. I, I like, it just, yeah, it does seem so weird. Okay, I guess I'm the most excited about this card. I gave it a three. <laughs> uh, I think it's, I think it's okay. I think there are cases where, um, you know, potentially like also having it kill off you know, something that has death rattle. Like if you're killing off your own slime, you don't care about it hitting all minions. Um, there, it, there are some synergies in Warlock, typically, that uh, work with, like, discarding and stuff. So, again, if we see more discard, I think there's potential for this. And it just also creates a just very large um, potential for board removal, depending on where, you know, what cards you're discarding. But it's definitely not as good, I think, as some of the other removal. But you're only paying four instead of, like, eight or, you know, seven or eight, like some of the other removals. So, yeah. There's that. Yep. And that's it for Warlock. All right. So Next. moving on. Oh, sorry. No, I said moving on. Okay. So now we've got Warrior. Um, our first guy up is our Titan. He is uh, Kazgaroth, a six mana, four, four. Um after this uses an ability, gain immune this turn and attack a random enemy minion. I gave this a three. I like it. I think it'll definitely like, you know, see play. I'm not as excited about it as I am other cards in Warrior, however. I'm so hyped for this card. I think I've been talking about that since we like first talked about it. I'm giving this one a five. The fact that he attacks into something immediately is friggin' awesome. Uh, I will say some of the effects seem really cool. If you add health to it and give your, you know, give your um, hero armor, there's some uses for that uh, that we'll start talking about over these next few cards. Um, and it helps him like survive longer. 
I will say, though, I don't know. I don't know if this is a bug or not. I have a suspicion it's not. But uh, today, since the cards released today, I had an opponent freeze my Kazgaroth, and you don't even get to use an ability if he's frozen. And that made me very sad. I was like, that seems terrible. Like, why can we not even use an ability? Because it's not technically an attack, but you can't even do it if it's frozen. So I was very sad about that. Um, so, yeah, I hyped overall, but sad when he's frozen. Um, I gave him a two or a three. Excuse me. I, I misread that. I don't know. I'm not as hype on him as I think everyone else here is. I'm like, it just... It doesn't do it for me. It's just, it just feels like it's not enough. And I'm like, eh, I'm not super into this. So, I, I mean, I think he's all right. I'm not saying he's bad, but I just, I don't think the, the upside is as good as it could be. So. All right. So moving on to our next um, epic. This is a eight mana, eight, eight Odin prime designate. And it's a battle cry for the rest of the game. After your hero gains armor, they gain that much attack for a turn. I gave this a five. Warrior has so many ways to gain armor. Um, and plus, it's like a battle cry. He doesn't have to stay alive for it. Like, I know there are, like, fringe cases when somebody can pull it out without a battle cry. But, like, I feel like you, you know, those randomly happen anyways. So, yeah, I give it a five. Um, just to clarify, it is legendary. I think you said sorry, epic, legendary. <laughs> I did. Okay. I'm I'm that's so okay. sorry. Yeah, if anyone's listening, like, yeah, this is a legendary, so you can only run yeah. one of him. And again, I think as I keep saying, as we've gone through a lot of these, and I think I said this a lot last expansion, um, I'm giving it a four. And part of that is because since he's a legendary, you can only play one, so you do have to find him. And then play him to get this effect. Um, but he's still pretty solid. And you know, I was trying to play a lot of this today. Tested it out on the first day. Um, you know, you do have to kind of have the draw him, play him, and then have the follow-up of gaining armor. But being able to gain armor at any point and you also get that much attack feels really, really sweet. Especially if... Uh, you're going to be attacking into minions or something like that, right? Then you've just gained armor. So you're not really damaging yourself necessarily with attacking into stuff. So I don't know. I think he's pretty sweet, um, but it's, uh, it's he's going to be a four for me. I also gave him a four. It's just, there's just too many ways to get armor. And I don't think I've ever hit, someone in the face for 30 from a warrior in one turn before so like it seems it seems even before that it seemed there were like a lot of ways to just get your attack up and it seems really good all right now actually moving to our epics uh first we have furious furnace it's a two mana one three um it's a magnetic mech uh also damages the next um to whoever this attacks so um, I give this a three, like magnetic is still kind of like great, even if it is maybe a bit confusing in warrior. Um, and I'm assuming this functions a bit like cleave and battlegrounds. Um, yeah, so I think, uh, it's a three. Yeah, I also put it as a three. 
Um, for me, I think the kind of one downside to this card is its sad little one attack. <laughs> um, if you're looking for a cleave effect, right, you'd want this to have higher attack. Uh, it is just, you know, it's only two and it's a one three. So like it's cheap on its own, but, um, you kind of want to put this on something and it doesn't feel like there's necessarily a ton of like rush, um, mechs for warrior. So, I think that being able to magnetize and rush is a much bigger upside. So this kind of felt, eh, it felt okay. Um, so I have it as a three for now. I have it as a four. I mean, just giving it cleave in warrior. It just feels like there's so much that can be done with this, this ability. It's just, I don't know. It feels really good in my mind. Um <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it. It just feels like very powerful. So it is definitely uh, has a lot of upside. So I gave it a four. Okay, so our next epic is a seven mana spell trial by fire. Summon five one one Valkyr with rush. Whenever one dies, uh, give the others plus one plus one. I gave this a four. This is kind of like a... um, you know, advanced schooling uh, that Shaman has. Uh, Since they do have Rush, you can kind of, like, control, um, you know, how it's going to play out. And uh, overall, I think it's kind of good. I only gave this a two myself. Uh, For me, it seems a bit expensive. And yes, you're getting five Rush minions that impact the board immediately, but it's kind of costly. And... I don't know. I just, I think the, the buffing, it just, it needs a little bit more. Maybe this is going to be a little better depending on like what's common in the meta. But if you're trying to rush all of these guys into like one large taunt minion, it's not going to be quite as effective as if you're using this against decks that maybe have like smaller to medium sized minions and you're going, you know, trying to clear more of their boards. So, um, I don't know, the, between the cost and it feeling like maybe the stats still aren't quite enough, uh, I, it's, it's a two for me for right now. I gave it a four. It reminds me of a scale of Anixia in Warrior, um, which sounds really good to me. Like, I'm, I'm all for it, and, like, they scale up as they die. So, like, they becomes four two-twos, and then three three-threes, and two, two four-fours, and then one five-five. It's that's a decent chunk and it could potentially leave something bigger behind. So I really like this. I think it's a very strong control tool for Warrior. We saw what it looked like in Druid and like being able to affect the board immediately and effectively kill things off. So yeah, I like it. All right. Now moving on to our rares, we have Minotaurine, which is a six mana, five, five. Uh, it's rush, and then whenever this minion deals damage, gain that much armor. I gave this a three, like before, um, you know, our eight eight legendary. Meh. After our eight eight legendary, this is fucking phenomenal. I gave it. Uh, let me. My page just disappeared. Uh. I give it a three. I give it a three. It's good. 
but I'm not sure like how much you can use it or not. Um, if you buff this, I think it's even more incredible. Uh, and obviously if you've played Odin, as you said, like that's, you know, getting the armor and then getting attack, it's, it's super good there, but, uh, it feels like a lot of moving pieces to get it to work as you want it to. Uh, but it's, it's not bad. It's not bad. So it's, it's a three. I also gave it a three. It's not bad. It can be solid. So yeah, it's a three for me. All right. So our next rare is Smelt. It's a two mana spell. Give a random minion in your hand plus three plus three. Lose three armor to do it again. I gave this a three. Like, you know, it gives you some flexibility on as far as what you're doing. Um, so yeah, I gave it a three. Um, I gave this a two. Uh, I think it just seems okay. I don't know. It's it's kind of a weird one where like, do you want to be um, using your armor in that way? I'm not sure. Uh, but it seems fine. And it seems like something that maybe specific decks will want to use. So that's why I gave it a two. I uh, gave it a three. Um, it just... There's a potential upside for buffing stuff in your hand. You're probably going to have the the armor to do so. I don't know. It's probably closer to a two than a three, in all honesty. So, But I gave it a three. All right. So moving on to our last rare, we have the Stone Skin Armorer. It's a three mana, three, four. Battle Cry, if your armor changed this turn, draw two cards. I gave this a four. Like, it's a decent body and it's drawing things. Like, that's kind of decent. I went ahead and gave this a three. Um, it is pretty decent. And I do think that the the fact that it's just if your armor changed this turn is pretty good, right? So, like, if you gained armor, that will count. If you lost armor, maybe you hit into something or, you know, maybe the smelt and you used it to, you know, gain uh additional stats or something then you're changing your armor so there is more flexibility that way but it's a battle cry so you do have to um play at a certain points uh so it's it's like okay i think if this were like a passive effect where it's like every turn like or once a turn if your armor changed you got cards that would be like amazing but just a battle cry once effect is like meh, okay middle of the road for me it feels it feels like a three to me, so I'm like, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it definitely it feels strong without feeling too strong, in my opinion. So I like it as a three. All right. So moving on to our commons, we have our forge card. It's a three mana spell, uh, bellowing flames. Deal five damage to a minion. Forge. Then deal five damage split amongst all enemy minions. I give this a three. I can definitely see it's like use cases and I kind of like it. All right. So typically I don't generally like the cards as much that deal like damage split amongst enemy minions. But for me, this one is fantastic. Uh, I actually rated this a five. I think it has a lot going on for it. Uh, for if you don't forge it, you just get to deal five damage to a minion for three mana, which is pretty good. You can forge it and get to deal five and then split up damage. It's also a fire spell, so there 
there does seem to be a lot of like fire spells and fire spell potential with warrior that they're trying to do so there is that potential upside um honestly also with a one of the uh neutral legendaries that we're going to talk about forging cards just is a huge benefit (laughs) like this just seems so good so i actually gave it a five um i give it a four it's just it's really good it does five straight to something which is single target removal with the potential if you pay the extra two you get to you get to remove something extra like five extra damage split between minions so i like it as a four okay so our next one is a weapon it's a four mana three attack three durability craftsman hammer craftsman's hammer um after your hero attacks and kills a minion gain four armor i put this as a four like just kind of like has a lot of things going for it. Uh, I give this a three. I do think it is pretty decent. The gaining armor potential with like Odin and stuff is pretty good. Um, but for me, I don't like that you do have to actually kill the minion and it's only three attacks. So um, maybe in some cases this becomes very, very good. But I think on average for me, it's just going to be, you know, most cases it's, it's going to be a three. Yeah, that's I gave it a three as well for pretty much that exact same reason. It doesn't strike me as it's going to be that useful throughout. So, yep, it's a three for me. All right. So our last card here is our Steam Guardian. It's a three mana, three, three elemental. Battlecry, draw a spell, reduce the cost of a fire spell in your hand by one. I gave this a four. Like, it's just like a elemental out there, but like, you're also going to be drawing a spell. And if you planned it right, then like, you know, you will have a fire spell to reduce the cost of. So it's a four. I gave this one a three. Um, It just seems fine again this is this is one of the cards that i was kind of uh, referring to when i'm like there's some fire spell potential um so like maybe this is something that you can use but um it just seems like okay i gave this a four it just there's a lot of upside here for warrior here and i think it's going to be uh, a pretty vital piece so that's why i like it as a four all right are we ready for some uh, neutrals? Yep. Okay. All right. Let's let's see how uh, how many of these we agree or <laughs> disagree on. All right. We're gonna kick it off with these legendaries. The first one we have is Algalon the Observer. It's a four mana four four. Battlecry. Replace your hero power with Algalon's vision. And that hero power is a one mana hero power that says, look at the top card of your opponent's deck. You may put it on the bottom of their deck. Uh, I actually am only rating this a two. I think that it's going to be pretty decent in some decks, but I think it's going to be very specific on like which decks want to use this. It kind of feels like a control tool potentially, or maybe just a like specific meta counter. Uh, but uh, in most cases, I don't think this is what people want to actually play. I give it a three just on, I don't know, it's it's a two. I'm sorry. I, I've, I had it down as a three and as more as I thought about it, it's like I just can't justify that's a two. Uh, so I did end up giving it a three. I think like, you know, there's something to be said for those one mana hero powers, if nothing else. Uh, but yeah, it's going to only be like kind of fringe cases. 
Our next legendary is Flame Behemoth. It's a six mana, four, five mech. Battlecry, get two random magnetic mechs. They cost two less. Now, these are from any class, so it's just any magnetic mechs. It could be like legendary, could be class, um, whatever. But they will be magnetic. They will cost two less. I freaking love this card. I gave this a four. I think it's pretty solid. If you're running mechs, it's something that you you know, likely want to do. Again, we've talked about a lot of these magnetic cards uh, being pretty decent. Uh, this just seems very well-rounded. I gave it a three. I am less impressed with this in all honesty. Like, it, I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong. Getting extra mechs that cost less sounds great to me. I'm just saying I am not super impressed with what it does after that. So, yeah. Uh, so I gave this a five. This feels like a almost must include with like uh, mech decks. And um, yeah, I think it's going to be good. All right. Our next legendary is Ignis the <coughs> Eternal Flame. It's a four mana, two, four battle cry. If you've forged a card this game, craft a custom weapon. This card is so, so cool. Uh, so the way this works is you, if you forge a card, you'll first get a pop-up with a discover of a one-cost weapon, a five-cost weapon, and a ten-cost weapon. So you pick which weapon, and then you'll get some effects and stuff uh, to pick from, and they potentially will scale based on the size of the weapon. So uh, the next option you'll get is a discover between poisonous, lifesteal, wind fury, also damages adjacent minions and your heroes immune while attacking. So you get to pick one of those uh, out of your discover options. And then, I mean, there's potential for uh, summoning a random, you know, X cost minion when you attack, dealing some damage as a battle cry, uh, drawing cards after you attack. On a death rattle, you'll deal damage. Or after your hero attacks, you gain some armor. Um, for me, this is a five and being able to just pick which size weapon you want is incredibly powerful. I mean, if you play this on curve, like you spend two mana to forge something. So you can forge something on turn two or on turn three, play this on turn four, and then be able to pick the five cost weapon and then equip that um, and get a lot of value. I don't know. I just, I like the varying levels of discover potential and you really just get to like pick what what you want to do based on your deck what's happening in the game all that kind of stuff i just i think this is super super cool i gave it a three i don't know like this this is like i'm not saying it isn't powerful or good it's just to me it like it's slow and it like not a lot of decks are gonna potentially want this so like i'm just like this is I mean, this is fine. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just, I don't think it's great, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, so I actually gave it a five. Um, the thing is, like, it's both fun and flexible, you know, and so, like, at a certain point, that seems like a good idea to have. I don't know if I actually said my rating. I gave it a five as well. But fun and flexible both start with F, and so does the number five. Huh? Coincidence? <laughs> okay. Never. <laughs> Our last neutral legendary is uh, Kaligarn. That's how I'm going to say it. 
Uh, he's an 8 mana, 6, 10 with Rush. Whenever this attacks a minion, put it in your hand. Death Rattle, move any in your hand to your opponents. Uh, so basically you play this and he can rush. He's going to, you pick the minion that you're wanting to attack into. And instead of dealing any damage or anything, that minion instead comes off of the board and goes to your hand. Now, if you still have that minion in your hand when uh, Kologarn dies, then that minion from your hand will then go over to your opponent's hand. Uh, but if you play that minion, if you shuffle that minion, like, you know, you put your hand into your deck or something like that, uh, your opponent will not get that minion. Um, I think this is fantastic. I'm also giving this one a five. I just think that this creates a potential removal for decks that might not really have as much and you get some extra value. Um, and it does create, it's kind of like a, you know, soft taunt that uh, your opponent will definitely want to remove this as quickly as they can. Um, ha, this one, uh, I don't know. I gave it a two. I just don't see it. Like, I don't see the upside. Like, I understand what it does. I understand I can read. It just seems like there's just too much downside. I, I don't know. I, I'll have to see it in play, but it it struck me as not great uh, from my first impressions of it. So. so I also gave it a two. It just does seem like a little bit too fringe um, to really be like useful everywhere all right totally fair i'm just really hyped for <laughs> these legendaries all right let's get into the epic neutrals here the first one fate splitter three mana three three death rattle get a copy of the card that killed this Eh. okay it's a one for me one i gave it a two if this had rush this would be a different ball game but since it doesn't just yeah garbage all right the next one we have is mecha leaper it's a three mana two two mech with magnetic and death rattle give a friendly mech plus two plus two and this death rattle uh for me i gave this a three i think it's just a solid thing on the board especially if you're going for mechs and uh you can get um potential you know continuous uh stats i gave it a two i just it's a little gimmicky, but there is potential upside if you especially have something on the board already. So I think it's a two in my book. Uh, yeah, so I gave it a four. I've just really seen the benefit of like those uh, leaping stats. So I give it a four. All right. Uh, the next one we have is Razor Scale. It's a three mana, two four dragon. Cards can't cost less than two. And it does override all other cost reductions, anything like that, whether the card started at, you know, um, like one or zero cost or was reduced. Uh, this changes that. I don't really think it's all that great for a standard, honestly. You really need a specific, like, case for it. I just gave it a two. I gave it a two as well. I don't know what you're using this for. <laughs> I gave this a two as well. This seems like only useful in that like one wild deck where you play everything all that one turn. And I don't even know how that happened. So I don't even know if this would be useful there. 
All right. Our next epic is Son of Hodir. It's an eight mana, eight, eight. Battle cry, shuffle four, eight, eight giants into your deck that are summoned when drawn. I also gave this a two. I mean, I think it's a really cool effect and a summon when drawn giants, especially multiple of them, seems awesome, but it still feels a little fringy. It's slightly slow and you kind of want to maybe have a deck that tries to capitalize on it or, or something. Um, so it's a two for me. I gave it a three just because I feel like there are probably more than one deck that would actually value, you know, trying to just like deal, you know, because it's just drawing through your deck and it gives you additional um, uh, eight eights. So by just drawing cards. So I feel like there's a few like Druid, maybe Mage where you could pull this off. But yeah, it's not a good three. I gave it a three just because like the summon when drawn, I've always liked personally, but that's really the only reason. All right. And our last epic is Storm Giants, an eight mana, eight, eight taunt. Forge costs two less, can be forged endlessly. So you can forge it repeatedly instead of only the one time like other cards. Uh, it feels kind of weird to me to pay two to then reduce its cost by two. So like that, I don't know, seems a little weird, but um, I'm giving this a two, like maybe you're trying to copy forge cards or something. I don't know. It feels fringy. It feels fringy to me too. So yeah, it's, it's a two in my book. I gave it a one purely because I hate that like you're paying two to reduce it by two. That is just like... I, I feel like it's going to be more effective than a typical one, but I hate it so much that it's getting a one. I really considered giving it a one as well. <laughs> so totally fair. All right. Moving into our rares, we have Angry Hellhound, four mana, two five beast with rush has plus four attack on your turn. Uh, I'm giving this a two simply for the fact that it does have rush plus that added attack on your turn. So at least the turn that you play it, uh, you'll be able to have a rushing 6-5. And it does have the beast tags, like maybe there's synergy, but it's a two. I gave it a two as well. I don't see much use for it as well. So I'm like, it's a two. I gave it a two as well, because any three-headed beast should have cleave, and it's kind of a crime that it doesn't. Yeah, this would be way too nutty, I think, if it had cleave. Uh, moving on to our next one, though, then we have a Celestial Projectionist. It's a two mana, three, two. Battle cry, choose a friendly minion, add a temporary copy of it to your hand. I also am giving this one a two. There, there seems like cases where maybe you want to do this, maybe specific decks want to do it, but it is specifically a friendly minion. And it's only a temporary copy, so you're going to have to have a certain minion you want to use it on and, like, use it that same turn to play the temporary copy, so. Yeah, it's a two for me. Uh, this is weird and uh, I don't like it. Uh, so I gave it a four just because I think there's, like, enough different decks that really benefit from having a second copy of something. But, you know, it's going to have to be used in specific cases. All right. Uh, then we have Disguised Kathir. It's a five mana three, three. 
each turn this is in your hand transform it uh transform into a random card in your opponent's deck uh one yeah it's a one it's this is terrible this is literally like the definition of terrible oh i gave it a two only because like you're able to see what's in your opponent's deck but literally like that's it all right. Our next one is Rune Fueled Golem. It's a four mana four four battle cry. Discover a weapon from any class. I'm still giving this one a one as well. It's a one. It's pretty bad. It's a one from me as well. Yeah, like maybe in other formats or something that could be cool, but I think for standard, yeah, it's just not not there. <laughs> Uh, our no, it is not. Yeah. Our last rare, Starlight Whelp, uh, fantastic art. It's a three mana, four, three dragon. Battle cry, get a random card from your starting hand. Um, I'm giving this a two. Maybe there's a case where you want that extra card or you want like a dragon or something. I I don't know. There, There's maybe a case, but it's a two for me. It's, yeah, exactly. You have potential control over your opening hand with Mulligan, but you could get some really bad stuff back that you don't want. So, like, it feels like a crapshoot. So, yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. It's a two. I gave it a three. I don't like it that much. All right, then moving into our commons. Uh, the first one we have is Ancient Totem. It's a zero mana, zero three totem. That's it. That's uh, that's a one for me. <laughs> uh, I gave it a two just because of shaman. Like it's a it's a it's a totem shaman can use. I I don't know if that's good enough or I don't know. I'm kind of indifferent, but I gave it a little bit more. So, uh, so yeah, he really benefited from the adorable rating in my book. So he got a four. <laughs> nice all right our next one is careless mechanic uh, mechanist no yes i don't know whatever mechanist i don't know uh, mechanist, yeah, mechanist. Yeah. okay did i say it correctly the first time yes, i was like it yes, sounded yeah. weird when i said it i think i think that's right <laughs> okay all right so it's a three mana four five after you draw your second card in a turn destroy this uh, I gave it a two because I think there are, like, for the, the mana to stats, it's very good stats. I think there's maybe some, like, aggressive decks or something that want to use this. Um, but I don't know. I don't like the idea of necessarily destroying it. So it's a two. I gave it a one. This just this, this, yeah, does nothing for me. I gave it a two. It's meh. All right, then we have Containment Units. It's a seven mana, six, six mech with Magnetic and Death Rattle. Summon a random eight cost minion. I think this is super cool. I love that it's Magnetic. I mean, adding six, six of stats and that Death Rattle seems fantastic. Uh, so for me, I gave this a four. Uh, I give it a high three. Like, it's just, yeah, it's really cool. It is, and it has that Death Rattle on it that makes it really nice. So yeah, I like it a lot. Uh, yeah, I gave it a four. I think it's like a really good to include in mech decks. All right. And then we have Cyclopean Crusher. It's a three mana, three, three with rush. 
and forge gain plus three plus two. So if it's forged, it's a three mana six five with rush. Um, I'm still giving this a two. Like it's okay, whatever. It's it's just a body that can impact the board immediately, but you do have to essentially pay five for it. Um, so like maybe there's a case for it, but it's a two. It's a two in my book. It's yeah, not good. Uh, I also gave it a two. The only reason I could see it being any good is if like you had it in your opening hand, so you could play it two then three, but that's literally it. All right, the next one we have is Drone Deconstructor. It's a one mana, one two mech. Battlecry, get a one one magnetic sparkbot with a random bonus effect. Uh, as much as I do like the sparkbots, I am giving this a two. I think uh, this is probably not something that's going to get played in like every single mech deck. I could see definitely like mech rogue wanting to play this, but um, I'm not sure about more outside of that. I gave it a three. I feel like it's it's good enough to see some play. So yeah, this is a three in my book. Uh, so I gave it a five. I think it'll see a lot of play just because I think those Sparkbot guys are so powerful and to be able to have that sort of like uh, in your hand on like early turns, I think it's really powerful. All right, then we have Flame Revenant. It's two mana, two, three elemental. After you summon an elemental, give it plus one, plus one. Uh, for me, this is a two. I think the the reason I'm giving it a two and not a one is the shaman elemental that summons uh, a rushing elemental. That's it. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, sorry, I hit the mute button. I give this a two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I gave it a three. I can see some uses for it, but not a ton. All right. Uh, the next one we have is Imposing Anubisath. It's a four mana seven seven with taunt. Can't attack. Uh, no, I. Yeah, it's a one. But but all those use cases. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not impressed with this. I, I'm seeing like there is some like times I guess, but it's it's a one for me. Uh, I give it a two just because like I can see a few use cases when you want that giant uh, taunt guy. All right, next we have Inventomatic, two mana, two, three mech. Whenever you magnetize a minion, give it plus one, plus one. Uh, for me, I gave this a two. I think that there is some magnetized stuff and especially again in like maybe um, mech rogue or something where you can benefit from this. So maybe a case. Yeah, it's a two for me. That's pretty much where I see it being played as Mech Rogue. Uh, I gave it a three, but like maybe it doesn't have enough health to warrant that because it might not stick around long enough. All right. Then next up, we have uh, the Mechanome Guide. It's a four mana, three, four mech. Battlecry, discover a spell. Forge, it costs three less. Uh, I'm actually giving this a four. I think this is really good. Um, even just the discovering a spell on its own, I think is pretty good. A lot of decks maybe want that and the flexibility of then also being able to discount that spell that you discover um, seems pretty good. I gave it a three. Like it is good. Like, don't get me wrong. Discovering that spell is very good. So like, I think there's a lot of upside here. Uh, I give it a three as well. I think it uh, will definitely see some play. All right. Then next up, we have Melted Maker. It's a three mana, three, three elemental. 
after you forge a card, get a copy of it. Uh, this is that one I was referencing with that, uh, that giant that you can like endlessly forge. I guess if you're pairing it with this and like getting a whole bunch of copies, like sure. Uh, I still think that this one on its own as well is a two. I think there's going to be only like specific cases or kind of fringe decks where you might want to try to play a whole bunch of forge stuff and get copies. Um, so for me, it's a two. It's a two for me too, with those exact reasons in mind. I also gave it a two. All right, next we have the Ravenous Kraken. It's a three mana, two five beast. Battle cry, destroy a friendly minion. Death rattle, summon a copy of it. Um, I'm giving this a two, but maybe this is actually honestly a three. I think it's, you know what? I'm going to make it a three. Um, I think destroying a friendly minion and being able to resummon it is pretty good. Like there's, initially I was thinking death rattles, but even making value trades and then maybe killing something off at when it's only has like one health and then getting to resummon it when this, you know, dies, uh, seems pretty good. So I think there's uses for it for sure. Um, I gave it a three for those exact reasons. I think that just being able to kill something off and then potentially getting it back is, has a lot of value to it. So I saw it as a three. Uh, so I gave it a four, just even if it only sees use in Hunter, I think that's so powerful with what they've got going on. All right. Uh, the next one we have is Relentless Warg. It's a three mana, two, four beast with Rush. After this attacks and kills a minion, restore this to full health. I gave it a one. It's a one. Two. Alright, Serenite Tolvir, four mana, three, five, taunt. Whenever this is attacked, draw a card. I gave it a two. That uh, a two seems pretty generous for this thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> two question mark? <laughs> two question mark? I, I No, it's it's a one in my book. It just eh, it feels real bad. Feels bad, man. Uh I give it a two. All right, next we have Sharp-Eyed Seeker. It's a 3-mana three 3-3 three, three beast. Battle cry: if there is a card in your deck that didn't start there, draw it. Uh, I'm giving this a 2. I think that there is potential for this. Maybe with like that priest death rattle thing, like puts a copy in or whatever. There, I, there is potential, but I'm just not sure where that is right now. But it's a 2. Uh, I give it a 1. I just... Oh, this one is particularly bad in my book. I'm just like, I don't understand. I I literally do not understand what you're going for with this one. So, yeah, it's it's a one for me. I gave it a three. It's meh. All right. Next one we have is Time Lost Proto Drake, a four mana, four or five dragon with taunts. When you draw this, add a random dragon to your hand. Uh, given a two, like maybe there's going to be something, and I guess it's a taunt, and you get an extra thing, but meh. Yeah, I gave this one a one as well. It's just like, there's too many dragons, there's too many things that could be bad for this, so yeah, it's it's a one for me. Uh, so I gave this a three because there are some... Um uh just benefits to having endless dragons all right 
Uh, next, we have Tram Operator, a five mana four four mech. Battle cry, draw a mech. The next mech you play costs two less. I'm giving this a three. I think he's all right. Uh, him himself, like he's slightly expensive, but you do get to draw a specific thing from your deck and you're going to discount the next one that you play, whether that's the same turn you play this next turn, you know, four turns from now, like you're going to discount that future mech. So uh, it's solid. It's three. Okay. I gave this one a two. It just, I mean, it seems decent. It's a five mana four four, which is my problem with it. So if it was a bit cheaper, we could talk. But yeah, it's a two in my mind. Um, I gave it a three. I think like the specific draw combined with the discount makes it worthwhile. All right. Next up, we have Trog Exile. It's a three mana four four with Rush. Battle Cry, deal four to your hero. Uh, okay i i'm giving it a two benefit of the doubt it impacts the board immediately sure oh i think you're muted there cat <laughs> yes i am i begrudgingly gave it a two so yeah <laughs> i'm not also... not a big fan sorry i'm also giving it a two all right, next up we have Victorious, uh, very cool. It's a one mana, one, two. After this attacks, get a two, three Valkyr that costs one. So you get a one mana, two, three, which is also in Undead. Um, I've given this a two. I think there might be some sort of like aggressive decks that kind of want these extra bodies. Um, and I like the fact that it's an Undead as well. That can work with um, like the Nerubian Vizier as well. So that's mm -hmm. kind of nice. Yeah, I gave it a two as well, just because it's an aggressive, it's aggressive minion and it's potentially snowball-y, so yeah. I gave it a two as well. All right, next up we have Watcher of the Sun. It's a two mana, two, three. Battle cry, get a random holy spell. Forge, also restore six health to your hero. Um, I'm giving this a three. I actually think it's pretty solid. Uh, two mana, two, three, that gets you a holy spell and potentially heals you. Uh, I gave it a two. It's, it's okay. It's fine. It, it gives you a holy spell. There's a lot of holy spells there. So, yep. Uh, I gave it a three just because there are some upsides and seems okay. All right. Then we have <coughs> XB488 Disposal Bot. <coughs> a five mana three two mech uh battle cry deal five damage randomly split among all enemy minions forge gain lifesteal uh i'm giving it a two it's it, you know it doesn't have like magnetize or anything and because it's a battle cry like you couldn't um you know like magnetize some lifesteal or something onto it or get that lifesteal um i don't know like it just feels weird to me, like to have to forge to get the life steal. And then again, as I mentioned earlier, I'm not the biggest fan of the randomly split among minions. Plus, it just seems costly in the first place. So all of that, it's like maybe there's a case for it, but it's a two for me. It's also a two for me. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's. Eh. I gave it a two as well. All right, and our last card for this expansion is the Prison of Yogg-Saron. It is the free card that everybody got. It's a legendary neutral location, seven mana. 
Choose a character, cast four random spells, targeting it if possible. It's got three uses. I am giving this a two. Like, you know, some people are playing it. It creates some value, does some random things, but overall, meh. It's a two in my book. We've had it for a while. It's a two. I'm giving this a six. It's one of my favorite cards ever. That makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Smarms loves the chaos. She definitely does. Okay, let's wrap this up quickly because I know Dragon Rider's got to go. She's got a puppy in the background who's having potty emergencies. So um, you can find the show on Twitter at Dr3HS. Email the show at Dr3HS at gmail.com. Um, follow our top pin tweet to join the Dr3 Discord. You can find me on Twitter uh, Alkaline underscore cat K-A-T Twitch Alkaline cat um, and uh, Blue Sky Alkaline cat same as Twitch. So I've got some VODs up there of me actually playing Hearthstone so go check it out. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Rider. Yeah, I know. Alright. Uh, you can find me on Twitter X, whatever it's called, uh, Donnie DK, D A W N I E D K. You can find me on Twitch and YouTube, Dragon Rider TCCG. Uh, and check out my website, dragonridertccg.com. And then every week over on my YouTube channel and an audio form, uh, hear me talking all things card games over at TCCG Roundtable. And Smarms, take us home. So you can find me on both Twitter and Twitch at Send Me Your Arms, uh, as well as on Blowflat. All right. Well, thank you for hanging in there for our set review. It has been an absolute pleasure. And until next set, you've been listening to Dr. Three. Titans, let's go. All right, go go play those Titans. Get those abilities in. Boom.